Hey, you're listening to the Word of Life AG podcast. Each week, our staff meets to discuss one element of the mission, vision, and culture of our church. This portion of the podcast is all about bringing those messages to you. We hope you enjoy this talk from Pastor Megan Wood. So this morning, I have a very short devotion to read to you guys and to go over, but um, it's because we're doing something important here in a few minutes, but I can't tell you what it is. So you'll just have to wait and find out. (laughs) So Tom loves surprises. He loves it when I do stuff like that to him. So simply, it's kind of for him. But anyways, um, what I want to talk about today is leaders are resilient and what that means. So resilience, the thing about resilience is it can only be built through challenges, right? Resilience doesn't come through having no challenges. It comes through having challenges. It comes through having difficult times. It comes through having um, periods of time where it's stretching and maybe sometimes feels super stretching, like almost like you can't stretch anymore, but it can make us a great leader. Resilience has this ability to make us great leaders. And mainly I want to talk about um, Saul and David today. It's one of my favorites in the Bible. In fact, um, Saul and David, there was a season in my own life where um, the story of Saul and David really just, it was one of those things that I just read for months and months and months because it just really um, helped me get through a difficult and challenging season. But The interesting thing about Saul and David is Saul, he was like the perfect choice to be king, right? He had all the natural gifting, all the abilities that you would want in a king, all the things you would look for. But the thing he lacked was character and this heart for God. And he didn't like, um, he didn't, he didn't, he was very easily insecure. He was very easily taken um, from God being the main thing, right? Like he would continuously center himself around his own self and how he felt in his own feelings. And if we look throughout the story, we know, we know the story of David, right? We know David comes in, he kills Goliath. And then after he kills Goliath, he kind of becomes actually really close to Saul and Saul's family and, um, all of these things. And Saul's fine with that until he realizes that Saul's gaining a following. I mean, that David is, is gaining this following and Saul becomes really jealous and Saul becomes really, really concerned. And, you know, the thing about Saul was, is that he just, he continuously, like he would fail, but he never bounced back for his, from his failures. So the first thing we can learn as leaders is to bounce back from failures. See in first Samuel three thirteen. um, through 14, it says, how foolish Samuel exclaimed, you have not kept the command the Lord, your God gave you. Had you kept it, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom must end for the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. And the thing we know about this is that he, that in this story, if we look back earlier in this chapter, is that Saul is supposed to wait on Samuel. He's supposed to wait on Samuel to make um, this sacrifice, and instead he gets, he gets tired of waiting for Samuel and has almost this attitude of, why do I need to wait for Samuel? I could do this myself. 
And he goes and he makes the sacrifice. And it's just in that moment, you know, he, he just, he destroys something that God has given him. But he never even bounces back from it. He knows he's losing. He's going to lose his spot as king. And he knows this to like be true. But instead of bouncing back and finding out what God has for him, he dwells on that and wants to change it and believes that he himself can change it. You know, and then we find out later he's asked to destroy the entire um, Amalekite nation. But again, pride enters, right? And he decides he's going to keep the sheep the goats and he's going to capture the king instead of killing the king and it just these he keeps on going back to these things he keeps on relying on himself rather than relying on God when we bounce back from failure it's because we understand that our strength lies in God and not in ourselves but we can't rely on ourselves that's how we bounce back because then failure the sting of failure isn't as hard when we understand that our strength comes from God and not ourselves. We need to see ourselves how God sees us rather than how we see ourselves. Because one of Saul's biggest things was his insecurity. And instead of looking at himself how God saw him, he kept looking at himself through his own eyes and it ended up in pride and arrogance and insecurity. So he was jealous of David because of his own insecurities. But if we can learn how to bounce back from failure, then we can become resilient. If we learn to put God first and to understand ourselves through God's eyes and that our strength isn't from ourselves, that it's strength given from God, we can bounce back easier. The second thing is um, leaders who are resilient hold tightly onto God and not their position. In 1 Samuel 28, 15, it says, Why have you disturbed me by calling me back? Samuel asked Saul. Because I am in deep trouble, Saul replied. The Philistines are at war with me, and God has left me and won't reply by prophets or dreams. So I have called for you to tell me what to do. Now, the thing about Saul is he already knows that he is no longer going to be king, but yet he's still trying to hold on to it. God has lifted the anointing off of him. And instead of recognizing that he goes to a fortune teller to find out Samuel's died. Samuel is no longer around. And he tries to bring, find out what Samuel would say to him. And instead it goes really badly because he was holding on to his position and not on to God. He finds out actually that he's going that because of this, he's gonna die the next day. So it doesn't go the way he hoped it would be. He was still hoping to save his position rather than going to the source, rather than holding tightly onto God. If if our value is in our position, we will make decisions that hurt those around us, right? And that's what Saul did. If we do that, as leaders, if we place our value on our position, we will always hurt people around us because our decisions are made to make us feel better or to make us um, successful. But if we value, put our value in God, then we value people, right? Then we aren't going to find ourselves in a position of hurting those people around us. There's been many leaders that I have known and, pro and myself at times too, right? Where I've put myself first 
or I have valued the position that I am in over other people and over God, and it's always ended up in hurting people unintentionally. And that's never fun when you realize the people that you love and care about, you're actually hurting them because of your own insecurities and wanting and afraid of losing what you have. So the first thing, bounce back from failure. Second thing, hold tightly onto God, not positions. The third thing is that leaders who are resilient honor those around them. And this is like one of my favorite parts of the story because we fast forward in time. We fast forward to 2 Samuel 1, and this is right after Saul has died. And we know from the story that David is waiting to become king. He has been fleeing for his life. Saul has been trying to kill him. And there has been even pressure for for David to take care of it himself. And yet David says it's not his job to remove the king Saul, but God will do that. And so we fast forward to 2 Samuel and Saul has died. And this is what it says. It says, David and his men tore their clothes in sorrow when they heard the news. They mourned and wept and fasted all day for Saul and his son, Jonathan, and for the Lord's army and the nation of Israel, because they had died by the sword that day. David honored Saul, even when the people were singing his praises and feeling and telling the people that he was better than Saul. David, you know, um, that is not part of the verse, guys. I read it like it was part of the verse, but it's not. But David honored Saul, even when the people were singing his praises and telling the people that he was better than Saul. Even though all this was going on prior to that, he still continued to honor Saul, even though he was consistently hunted by Saul, right? And then Saul dies, and you would think he would be celebrating. He would celebrate that at Saul's failure, he would celebrate that finally he has gotten the position that, you know, he was called to, but instead he mourns. He is sad. And so are the, and I love that it says his men as well, which just shows his leadership, right? Because his men also mourned for it. And I think that that is so important for us that we honor those people around us, We honor the people that are serving under us. We honor the people that we serve because even if we don't think that they're doing it right or we don't like the way they're doing it or maybe we simply think we could do a better job, that honor is so important. And it is what elevated David, right, is I believe it's his honor. It's him not taking things into his own hands but continuing to give honor to even those who he might have thought didn't deserve honor. So as leaders, the first thing is bouncing back from failure. So make sure that we bounce back from failure. Make sure that when we, failure is natural. We don't want to avoid it either, but, but failure just happens. Make sure we bounce back from it. It doesn't dictate where we're going. It doesn't dictate what God is doing in us. It might have repercussions that we don't like, but still just bouncing back from that helps us to be resilient leaders. The second thing, holding tightly onto God, not positions. That means that we don't allow pride to get in the way of our leadership. We continue to put God's center in our leadership. And if we hold tightly onto him, we're going to be resilient because we can get through difficult times when maybe we're not feeling the most confident. Maybe we're not feeling the most equipped. Third thing, honoring those around them. 
is how what leaders who are resilient do. And this is for us too. We honor those people around us. We honor the people who are on our teams. We honor the people that we're that um, we are following. We just do it well. Whether we think we can do a, a better job or not, or whether we think that um, they just cause us more challenges than we would like. It doesn't really matter. We still honor people well and expect that God's going to take care of the rest. And if we do all these things, it will help us to be resilient leaders who can go through every season and come out stronger and um, just grow, help us grow as leaders. Let's go ahead. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much, God, that... Um, God, that you take the challenges that we face and you turn them into something good. God, that as we face challenges, God, that they have these positive things, God, that um, sometimes are hard to see and not necessarily things we would have chosen, God, but resilience is one of those things, God, and it's so important to have resilience to get through things in life, God, and I just pray, God, right now that whatever leader is listening to this, God, that whatever season that they are going through right now in life, God, um, whatever challenges they're going through as a leader, God, God, that they would be encouraged, God, that none of these leaders, God, none of um, our staff, God, none of, um, not David, not Saul, none of us have exactly um, a hundred percent track record of being awesome, God. And God, I just pray, God, that right now, God, that we would find just encouragement in that, God. God, that we would um, look for areas to grow as leaders, God, and that we wouldn't feel this pressure, God, to take on the strength, our own strength, God, but we would rely solely on you, God, that you have placed us where we are and you're going to take care of the rest. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we hope that you were blessed and encouraged by today's talk. If you're a leader or a ministry director here at Word of Life, there are tons of resources available on our website. Head to wordoflifeag.org, go to the menu and tap on leaders. We'll be posting new episodes of this podcast every week. So be sure to subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts. See you next week.